The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss ways you can expand your commerce footprint and understand the creator economy. Joining us is Sean Kim, who is the president and chief product officer at Kajabi, which is a platform that helps users turn what they know into income. Entrepreneurs and creators are able to capitalize on their business growth at Kajabi. And before working at Kajabi, Sean was the head of product at TikTok and also the global head of product at Amazon Prime. So we're excited to have him as our guest today. Yesterday, Sean and I talked about ways to grow your commerce footprint. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about the creator economy, brand, and product strategies. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Sean Kim, the president and chief product officer at Kajabi. Sean, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me back. Excited to have you here. Excited to continue the conversation where yesterday we talked about basically the segmentation of commerce. There's physical and digital commerce. And then within digital, there's ways that you could buy physical goods like Amazon. You can buy entertainment. And then you can also buy knowledge. That's really where Kajabi is centered. And this idea that anybody can turn their knowledge into information that is a saleable asset. So I want to talk to you a little bit about differentiation today. If anybody can turn what's in their head into a course, some sort of a monetizable feed of content, what are some of the ways you could think about differentiating in terms of your brand, in terms of your product? What's the ways that the content economy should be thinking about separating themselves from the crowd? In terms of establishing yourself as a brand, I think a lot goes to say in terms of where you had to work in the past and how do you establish yourself as a subject matter expert. So I think having some reputation in terms of where you work and why you are an expert in this area does, does carry weight. Also, a lot of these customers of ours would build an audience on social. So they would use these social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, as well as now TikTok, LinkedIn, to essentially establish themselves as subject matter experts in a certain field. Now, once they build their audience, their followers, then they would take that audience, bring them to their website where they can provide more in-depth information and content. And this is where they have those transactions occur. So, hey, now we can build, join my community, learn more in-depth in terms of this content through my course, podcasts, 
join the newsletter. And then as part of that, you have to pay for it, right? So that's essentially how people are actually building their business and their brand. Yeah, it's interesting that you're talking about taking social media as a way to develop your brand. Of course, there's the proof of what you've done, what your resume looks like. I'm sure that there's some social proof that you could build. Hey, I've helped these people accomplish X, Y, and Z results. Everybody always cares about social proof, but actually just starting and proving to people that you can add value by starting to publish content in other forums using social media as a differentiator, building your audience is a great way to start. Now, not everybody wants to be a social media content publishers. And I know that there's newsletter writers, there's probably some podcasters out there as well. There's all sorts of other format of media that's not taking it to the tweets. How do you figure out what the right, let's call these product strategies are? If you're starting to think about building your brand, what's the content you should be creating? But also like how your consumer or your customer wants to get that content. So I think you want to go where they are and essentially how they want to consume and learn. So video, now short form video is actually a really good way that people are getting that information and consuming information. But I think talking to your customers, figuring out exactly what those core problems are that they want to solve for, and then structuring your content around those problems. And when I talk to a lot of these successful customers on a platform, they all have something in common, which is like, hey, just get started, put that structure together, put a video course together. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? They would essentially put a PowerPoint together. A lot of people have PowerPoints already that they've created in the past about their field of expertise. And they would record themselves like giving a talk about this subject. Now, again, it doesn't have to be polished. It doesn't have to be a perfect. They take that and then put it out in the wild and see what happens. Are people willing to pay for it? Well, how much are they willing to pay for it? And then we get feedback from the customer very quickly and say, hey, can you add this? This wasn't very valuable or this is more valuable. And then they would create a version two and three and four, right? So by the end of the year, you have a really amazing product because you've incorporated feedback from your direct customers. And that's how a lot of these heroes have made some really successful businesses. To date, like we have, again, 60,000 customers. They have made over $4 billion, right? So it is working for them. They are making a lot of money and offering a lot of value to their customers. Some of our customers have made over $100 million. And this content's around how to do marketing online, personal development, fitness, how to be a better teacher, and how to sleep train kids. There's just lots of different diverse types of content. As long as you know who your customers are, you've spoken to them, you know exactly what the problems are you're trying to solve for, and you basically hit that nail directly in the head with the content you're creating, then you have yourself a business. A total side note, how to sleep train kids. Just don't go in there and let them go back to sleep. Personal <laughs> experience. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? 
Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Anyway, you're talking about basically just launching your product and taking customer feedback. Obviously, you want to use your existing audience if you have one. Back in the day, my first startup was a company called strumschool.com, and we used to create uh, guitar lesson videos. And we had our own site where we were trying to get people to come buy $99 packages of these videos. And at some point when we were trying to figure out how to pivot, I just took all the videos we had and I put them onto Udemy. To this day, I still get a couple bucks a month from people watching my Udemy videos. How is the experience that exists today different than the experience that was there when I was publishing my guitar lesson videos on Udemy? Yeah, I think what's interesting about our platform is that you get all the tools necessary to build a full-on business, which also scales with you. So we provide the website itself, hosting, obviously, the landing pages, the funnels to nurture your leads, email capture, the email platform to send out emails to get people excited about your content and the next content that's coming out, whatever it might be. We have a community feature. We can go and like create challenges for people to inspire them to take action. These community people are others that are learning alongside with them. So they're trying to learn that same type of content and they're there alongside with everyone else and making progress along the way. And we have the ability to, again, host all your content, whether it's like video courses, podcasts, live stream, you host one video or a thousand videos, the price doesn't change. So all these tools combined has been really helpful to help these customers build full-on businesses. And again, some customers here, once they get started, they're making a thousand bucks, but we've been able to literally scale with them until they make a hundred million. But the fact that you get all these tools in one place is what's been really successful. You don't have to keep on bolting on additional products as your company scales. As someone in the space, it's a really interesting, potentially profitable, and a very confusing time for creators. It used to be, I'm a creator, I'm going to be on YouTube making funny videos. And then it was, all right, I'm going to do YouTube and social. And now there's all these different opportunities to create newsletters, podcasts, social, video, website, SEO, courses, newsletters. There's a lot of different options for creators to be able to monetize their skill. And that brings me to the question of how do you figure out what is the best fit for your type of content or your audience? If there are so many different pieces of the puzzle that you can build, how do you figure out where to start and what's going to be the most monetizable for you? I think it's a combination of like how your consumers want to consume content. It's where they are, what platform they're using. It's what you're comfortable with as well. Live streams not for everybody, right? So I think a combination of those things can really help you ensure you're building the best business for your customers and ensuring that you're providing the best content the best way. So it's also some trial and error. 
it's also getting out of your comfort zone. Sometimes maybe you're not comfortable creating a video, but this is how people want to consume content. You got to get out of your comfort zone and be willing to try this new medium. But there's a lot of tools out there that just make it so easy to create this content now. And this is something, you know, a lot of the things that we're working on now is also just helping you put together that video course for your customers. And if you don't want to show your face, you don't have to show your face. There's just a lot of different ways you can make the content where the information that consumers get from those is essentially the most important thing anyway. So as long as you have the will to build a business, you know who your customers are, you know what their problems are, then there's some trial and error that's going to be involved. But doing that research in advance and then testing out different forms of content and the information that's provided, you'll eventually understand what works and what doesn't work. I think that there's two components to think about. And this brings me back to when I was starting the MarTech podcast. I was an independent consultant trying to figure out lead generation for my practice. I had networked and reached out to everybody that was in my network, and I wanted to continue to grow my business. So I had to find new networking contacts. I could have gone and created social. I could have written a newsletter. I decided to make a podcast because fundamentally, that's where I felt the most comfortable. I felt like my God-given talents were in being able to blab nonsense into this microphone and have people think that I know what I'm talking about. And as much as I joke around, I just know that I'm not a great writer. So part of figuring out how you fit into the creator economy, how you build your brand and what your product strategies are, have to come down with what's going to get you fired up. Where can you deliver value to your audience, but what are you going to excel at? And that's my biggest learning from getting in the creator economy myself. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sean Kim, the President and Chief Product Officer at Kajabi. Join us again tomorrow when Sean and I wrap up our conversation talking about how you can support creators with your wallet. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Sean, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is SolmeKim, that's S-O-L-M-E-K-I-M, or you could visit his company's website, which is kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.